and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. Recorded live from a restaurant owned by a famous TV chef where an adorable five-year-old girl will teach you how to do the anti-clump dance. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have our filthy casual Jason. Yo, what up, everybody? Our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Something stinks of orange. <laughs> bitch. Um... <laughs> Our czar of source material, John. What's up? Our wizard of wait, what, Chinoda. I'm moving. That's right, you are. And our titan of Tim Tams, Tom. Hello. <laughs> I love it when you do that every time. Hello. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, the summer season has come and gone. It has left us. And uh, we're going to talk tonight about some of the stuff that we loved, we hated, and uh, some of our biggest surprises and uh, our favorite characters and such. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and start this off with uh, a show that aired during the summer season that really kind of surprised me, um, an original, uh, is 91 Days. Um, sort of your, it, it ended up being like your typical like gangster fare, sort of like uh, The Godfather, an anime version of The Godfather, which was really good for me. Um, it started off really, really strong. That, that first episode had me absolutely hooked. Uh, the second episode was a complete mindfuck, and it just kept going on from there. Um, and the thing that really struck me about the show that I loved a lot was its setting. It's set in America in the late 20s, which is the end of Prohibition. And I think that's actually a perfect time for that because it really sets up the drama and the tension that goes along with this show. So I know I'm not the only one that liked this show. No, I definitely liked it. It was really good. And like you, from the first episode, I was hooked. Like, the premise and everything. And just on how it ended, like, I was like, oh, I got to watch more. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people thought episode four was kind of weird. I think it was episode four where, where they go on the little road trip or whatever. That oh, yeah, was that amazing. Was, that was, that, I got to yeah, say, that like, was I, actually I didn't a really have... nice change of pace. But yeah, I, I, I liked it myself, too. But I, I, I've seen, like, online and stuff, a lot of people didn't like that. But I like that episode. Uh, I really like the ending. Uh, I love the ending. Oh, I should say before we go on, uh, we may or may not spoil anything that we talk about. So We probably will. We probably will. We're probably going to spoil everything, folks. Just be oh. I'm probably not going to spoil anything because I probably already forgot it. <laughs> uh, and I also want to say before we go any further, um, we're not really going to talk about ReZero uh, because we've already done uh, uh, an entire hour and a half long spoiler cast on the subject, which I highly recommend you check out either on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at our website, oh, AnimeClubAfterDark.com. Um, There's a nice little plug there. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, back to 91 Days. Um I, I kind of agree with you though that that the road trip I like I like that episode personally, but I can see where a lot of people were kind of upset where it sort of it does kind of mess with the pacing of the show. That was one of my favorite episodes of the show because I never took like the drama and like the tension seriously. I was really just there to objectify the main character. So then, <laughs> <laughs> then when it's like you yeah, whore. there's like people are dying, but like let's go on a road trip and have some like one on one bonding. I'm like, yes, can we just continue with this? But yeah, so I really liked that episode. <laughs> um I, I will say one thing I really loved about the show was its mustache twirling villain, uh, Fango. Oh, it's insane. I like the um, Fango was done wrong, but so right. 
that lasagna scene was perfect. Uh, like, like I had a feeling that was gonna happen, but then like when they actually said it, I was just like, "Damn!" <laughs> that was no, that was the point. Where, before then, I thought, "Okay, this guy's just a little bit twisted." But then when he when that happened, I was like, "This guy's a sick fuck." I like him. It was so stereotypical, but I yeah. loved it. Oh. <laughs> should should we probably explain to people what the hell we're talking about? Sure. What? Okay, the lasagna scene. Oh, yeah, explain the lasagna scene, please. I want to relive it. Oh, do I have to? Fine. Um, (laughs) You brought it up! (laughs) I didn't expect to be the one to actually do it, though. Um, Okay, just fill in where I get it wrong or whatever. Basically, shit went down. (laughs) (laughs) It was not basic. Shit did not go down. (laughs) Okay, shit did not go down. He just fucked up the character Fongo. He decided to uh, come in and fuck people up. And he proceeded to do that. After he did that, he cut this dude up. He made him into a lasagna and fed him to his allies. And my god, was it horrifyingly awesome. It was beautiful. Very Hannibal of him. Yes, it was. Very. I got a little bit turned on. Oh my god. We here at Anime Club After Dark do not condone this... cannibalism. Or ne- ne- necrophilia. <laughs> hey, don't we do, however, enjoy it very uh... much. <laughs> anyway, m- moving on from that. Um, yeah, it was it was a surprise for me because going into an original anime, you never know what you're going to get. I was pleasantly surprised by this show, and I think a lot of people were too. Is, is it finished? finished? So I, I'm probably like the only one that hasn't seen it yet. I was planning on watching it, watching the first episode before we started recording, but didn't get a chance to. But like, is it finished? So yes. I would be very, very surprised if any other material came out for the show. Okay, that's good because that's like the one good thing about, like, the one consistently good thing about original stories is that they tend to end rather yeah. than Have rather than having to go to a source material. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I would be. That's good. I would be very, very surprised if any additional <clears throat> stuff came out for this, unless like they do like a manga adaptation or um, if they, they they would have to do a prequel at the at the, the way that the way they ended. I think they would have to do a prequel. Or well, it's hard to say without spoiling, but it was kind of vague. You didn't really see evidence of what was happened, so they could continue it if they wanted to. Yeah, I guess. Um, I will say the ending is has a lot of symbolism in it, and it, it leaves it up to you to interpret what happens to a particular character. I will say the ending for 91 Days is like probably the most emotionally uh, like depressing ending <laughs> for me <laughs> of the season. Like It hurt me deep in my heart. It wasn't <laughs> what you were expecting, was it? I, no, like it, what I expected happened, but just the way they did it was not okay. <laughs> anyway i think that's enough about 91 days if you haven't watched it i highly recommend it um i think most of us that have watched it highly recommend it um so i'm going to move on to something now that i feel like i'm going to have to continually defend the rest of my life forever and ever over and over and over again um and that is uh the anime ace attorney and Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I understand a lot of the criticisms that people have about this show. It's not the most well-animated, which is surprising coming from A1 Pictures. Um, of course, 
in true A1 style. No one in this show can run like a normal person. Um, but um, I would say that as a fan of the, the Ace Attorney franchise, I personally enjoyed it because it took me back to when I played those games and how much I enjoyed playing those games um, because it was pretty much a one-to-one adaptation of the first two games. I really, the one thing I really wish is that it had adapted the third game. Cause that is in my opinion, the best of the, the game franchise. Um, but I know a lot of people that watched it that had never played the games. Absolutely. Like outright hated it because they were like confused or whatever, which I, I guess I can understand, but as a fan, I personally thought it was a good adaptation. I'd like to... Good a bit of a that. strong word. Okay, it's, 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 a, it's an adaptation. It's, 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 it is alright. It is okay. What does it do different from the, the game? Because it's like literally one-on-one with That's what, what the I game said. goes It's through. essentially a one-to-one adaptation, which I think is what a lot of people were a little upset about. They were, I guess, hoping for some originality, maybe an original case or two. No, it follows the frickin' game series. Like, it, it it was just a big ploy to announce the new Ace Attorney game. What'd you expect? I mean, it cut, yeah. As a person who's never watched Ace Attorney, I have to say I'd rather enjoyed it. Stupid and ridiculous some of the shit was, I actually did enjoy it. For some reason, it kept on... It kept having me come back again and again, and I ended up finishing the series before I even realized it. Yeah, yeah, and you—you've never even played any of the games at all. Nope. Buy it on your iPhone. Yeah, you can <laughs> play it on your iPhone. iPhones. <laughs> Get good, scrub. Get an iPod Touch. It's Excuse on the you, Apple Store. Like, I, I downloaded it on my way back from Florida and just played Ace Attorney on the plane. Yeah, but I'm brown. I have to have Samsung uh, devices for reasons. No. What? <laughs> he wants to lose his eyebrows. Explode in your oh. hand. There you go. Ever need to it's start a, a fire? The t- yeah, yeah, ever matches. Need to start a fire? Samsung Note 7 starts fire. Samsung Note 7. Fires? That shit explodes. <laughs> Seen a dude's face cut off and everything. Anyways, we're, we're, anyway, we're going off. Yeah. Um, attorney. It, it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. You know what? Like you say, it, it's over the top. It's ridiculous. But one thing that I... Because this, this, the anime came out on Saturdays. It, the new episodes were always released on Saturdays. And as someone who actually has to work almost every single Saturday, it was what I would watch when I came home from work to relax. And, that, and, it, and I actually felt relaxed after watching it because I didn't have to pay attention to it that much. Yeah. I mean, I really liked it as a one-on-one adaptation just because i'm a big fan of the game um original or not it still was great if you liked the games even if you didn't it's still like it made sense to me yeah yeah uh i will say this um they couldn't have found a better voice for for phoenix Wright than yuki kanti <laughs> yeah <laughs> he he plays that role pretty well let's be honest Naruto I wonder if they're going to do a dub for it. That's my question. They are. Uh, they, oh, really? I, I think they are. I don't know when it's getting released, um, but I think Funimation is actually doing that dub. So okay. it'll it'll probably be Vic Mignogna as Phoenix Wright. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Please, oh, Funimation. God. If anyone at Funimation is listening, I love Vic Mignogna. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, one thing I was disappointed about the, uh, the anime was the corner theme wasn't used 
as often as I would like. I know, and that actually was kind of disappointing to me as well. Because that's you know, the first case, so you're often, like, oh my gosh. Dun, dun, every dun, so often dun, you just want to do that. You dun, 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 Okay, moving on. Also, last thing about Ace Attorney. Whether you're playing the games or watching the show, Maya's still best girl. What? Shut up, you little icon. What? You probably enjoy what's her name? Hana? No, Pearl. Hami-chan. Yeah, Hami-chan. Probably enjoyed Hami-chan a lot more, didn't you? Of course he did. He's a lolicon. no. Wait, what? You don't know my favorite character from... What? Ace Attorney? It's Mia. What? Oh, Mia's she's pretty not a... Yeah, okay. I'm she's surprised. like the best. Get out of here. Every time she she haunts someone's body. <laughs> oh, that was great, though. Oh, do you know the first time that happens? No, the first time that happens when they're in the courtroom and the judge says, You look different. <laughs> it's just like, nah, crazy. Nah, you're, you're, you imagined it. There's nothing to see here. He's like, okay. She is a badass, yeah. All right, so moving on to something now. Now for something completely different. Okay, Show and Shinoda are gonna bash this when I get through with it, but hear me out. Um, Orange Boo. is. <laughs> Shut up. Boo. <laughs> I know you're gonna bash it. Shut up. You can bash it after I'm done. Show, hold on. Get in the boo. Boo. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> uh, um. Okay. So. I want to talk. I finished this show and I immediately gave it a nine out of ten. Jeez. However, 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 I went back and I rewatched the first f- four episodes, and I realized that I couldn't give it a nine out of ten. So I gave it a seven out of ten. That, did that. That's be- more reasonable. I did that because I realized that the ending of, or the beginning of this show is incredibly slow, and I even as for a shoujo romance pace, it's incredibly slow. Um. I also realized that Naho is not the perfect main character. She does some stuff that uh, Head Desk does not even begin to describe it. Um, that's for sure. But, yeah, that's definitely for sure. Um, and there are some problems with the animation from time to time. But that being said, after episode six, I really, really love this show. And I mean, like, really love this show because you get to find out about Kakadu and his past. And the more I learned about him, the more I identified with him. Because I have actually, personal story here, I've actually been in his position before. I've been that depressed, and I may or may not have tried to kill myself at one point in my life. So I understand what he's going through. And that's why why I like the show, because it's a character that I can personally identify with. I know not everyone can, and that's fine. But that's why I personally liked it. And I just want to say on a very personal note, that next to last episode completely wrecked me. Yeah, I, actually felt really about, about, <clears throat> I actually felt the same about his character. Although I'm, I've never personally been suicidal, but I've definitely been in pretty low points in my life. And it, it does, he is kind of represented in a, in a pretty true to real life yeah, way. That's one of the things I, I, really I, I, I thought. Yeah, it's a very realistic portrayal of what depression is actually like. Because when you are that down and when you are that depressed, you genuinely feel like a burden to everyone around you. Yeah, and I also thought it was a, a good representation of everyone else around him. Like they all know something's wrong, but they don't quite know how to help. That's that, I've also been in that position where, like, a, a close friend of mine has very clearly 
you know, needed some kind of support. And I've just been like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I need to do something, but I, I don't know how to, how to get myself through. What it's you a need helpless to do feeling. Is be like Sua, like being, Best bro. being somewhere like that before. It's really just having someone there at all times who will just, irregardless or regardless, irregard, whatever of your feelings, they will just kick down the door. They'll impose on you. They'll make you understand you're not alone. And that's, and that's what that's what genuinely depressed people need to feel the most is that they're not alone. Because because it's, that's it's very that's dark. Why pe- that's why people who get that depressed kill themselves is because they feel like they're alone and they feel like they're a burden to everyone else. Yeah, like when um. For me personally, Orange, I, I did say it's not that great because I still don't think it's that great of a show. Uh, but I did have teary-eyed moments, like when he, when Kakudu actually talks about his past and what happened. I was just like, oh man. And then when Sua steps in, I'm just like, oh man. I wish, I wish every single person who has ever felt this low in their life would have someone like that, because it it really does help. It makes a difference. Yeah, and the, in the all end of- serious- Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm going to say, the the end of that show actually delivers a really good message that with the right support system, depression is a very treatable condition. Yeah. It does. It may not be curable, but it's very treatable. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, just like Tom, like, I've been on the other side of the fence, too, where having to deal with it, and it's, like, I like the way it was all portrayed, and you're right, like, that message was, like, loud and clear. So, Sho and Shinoda, please proceed to bash this show. Go ahead, Shinoda. <laughs> I'm trying to feel bad now. Like... All right, I'll, I I'll bash on the show. Man, let me uh... talk about how shitty um, Naho is as a person because... Okay, I can I can go with that, yeah. Like, first of dumb all... Dumb ass bitch. <laughs> my so God, dumb. what is... Oh my God. <laughs> As, you know for someone I... who likes the main character guy, Kakeru, she does nothing right. And it's no. always up to Sua to save the fucking day. It's pretty sad, actually. She's supposed you know to be I... the main character. You know what I realized halfway through is that, like, this tries to be a mature anime, but in reality, it is just a shoujo, and the main character is just a blank slate, self-insert sort of character, and she doesn't make any real decisions because... Like, the female audience is supposed to identify with her, and that's why she's, like, so lacking in any personality or, like, decisiveness, because she's, like, not there. You're supposed to be her. And that's what, it's, like, really shitty characterization. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you something. If, if, if you genuinely believe that, do you think this story would work better as a visual novel? I think the story would work better with more screen time for Kakaru and less screen time with the, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Except Sua. Sua's Except so Sua. no. Yeah. Like yeah, if you whatever, I didn't really think. I like the whole. I like all the all the supporting cast. Like I like everyone except for Naho. Really. Like I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't like it's hate actually... her, but I didn't hate her. But they're like I was able to tolerate her all the way until like episode seven when like Kakeru kept wanting to stick out his hand, and I was just like, damn it, just grab the fucking hand. After that, and then like after that, like when they all started helping him, I was like, "All right, she's not so so annoying." But before that, all the other face palming moments, like I could tolerate, and then that, that was when I lost it. <laughs> so basically, any member of the cast who has a letter, I hate, and it turns out everyone has a letter. So basically, <laughs> everyone I hate because they have like the, this foreknowledge of what's happening, and they're like, "Oh, I forgot to read it." Oh, I just left it at home. Oh, I'm not really doing anything. Oh, now I feel sad because I can't do anything. Well, bitch, didn't read the letter, didn't act on it, and that's why you're sad. 
but I just, it gets to the point work. where they've changed the future so much that the letters are kind of irrelevant. Well, maybe they could have changed it earlier if they had read what they had gotten. Like, what is the point of introducing the letter mechanic if they don't use it? And also, like, they reveal, like, one by one, each character has a letter. Like, over time, it gets really annoying and repetitive and stupid. And... No, they only revealed Naho, then Sua, and then all three of them at once. The other three friends. It was an oh. overtime. That, that was elongated reveal for me. Yeah. <laughs> It said one, two, buckle my shoe. Here's the rest. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. Um, I will say one additional criticism I have with the show, and this is just on a somewhat like strange note, is the way they reveal how this time travel thing happens. I really wish they hadn't done that because. As yeah, someone, I, I was better off not yeah. knowing. Yeah, as someone who's actually studied physics, I can tell you that how they describe it happening is not physically possible. Like, and that just broke Black my Holes brain. Even decided to do that is just. I wish. Yeah. Honestly. I, 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 I honestly wish that they. I, I wish they had just not even mentioned it. Not not even done anything with it. Just leave it up to your imagination to figure out how they got to the past. No, well, I, I don't think they could do that because then the other people would. Well, everyone would still complain about it. But yeah, they'd it, complain about just the excuse knowing. they use is not like you know I can I can buy making black holes in a microwave. But, <laughs> but you know, black holes and the Bermuda Triangle and fucking just, you know, you can throw letters into this mysterious black hole and it just happens to go back to the past that you want it to and gets to the people that you want it to. It's it's way too, way too convoluted. Yeah. It is just pretty have them build theory, a time machine. You know, and not it is possible. possible. It wouldn't be possible until they looked at it and said, yeah, I wanted to go to this exact same day, right? Who I'm going to defend this the, time travel for no reason. Physics, I hate it. No, <laughs> time travel concept make no sense. Yeah. But that, you know, I, I can take that with a grain of salt somewhat. Um, I can take it with as much of a grain of salt as I take a magic pill that can turn you into a teenager. Hey. hey. Didn't try to explain it and <laughs> fail. <laughs> But that is a really good segue to move on to another show. Sure. John, you want to take it? Read Life. Let's talk about Read Life. Um, it's It was an anime I was looking forward to because I had previously read the manga. And I've got to say, the anime wasn't that bad. I was genuinely surprised and I Who enjoyed went? it. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I, I enjoyed it too. Um, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. I love all the reaction faces in it. It's just, it's all so many new images from my reaction folder. Yeah. I actually didn't enjoy it at all. I thought the webcomic did it so much better. Right. And like, all the dramatic scenes were so not, like, moving at all. But when I read them in the webcomic, they were really intense. And I thought the OST was stupid. Like, it would play, like, <laughs> this slice of life piano or whatever during these intense dramatic scenes. And I'm like, I can't take this seriously if you're playing this stupid piano in the background. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I will definitely agree to that. Like, OST choice was poorly made. The part I didn't like about it the most was that just every single conflict that came up was just purely from teen angst from this one girl every single time. And after, after a while... It's just like just, just, just stop. It starts just to wear on you. Just take a break. Just, it starts just to take a break. Just <laughs> settle down. 
take a deep breath. It'll be fine. <laughs> put put your big girl panties on and deal with it. Exactly. Um, to to talk about that, you really have to watch the webcomic because it does address it in the webcomic. You have to watch the webcomic. Yes. Well, but, but that's to... that's here's the thing with source material is that it's not really relevant to the anime. Like, I don't want to read. I don't want to watch a show so I can finish reading it. That's not the point. When we talk about the the adaptation, it should just, in my opinion, just should stand on its own, independent from its source material. I can see what you're saying, but it's if in the source material, I would personally find it hard to translate what happens without copying like one for one what happened in the source material. I think how they did it was a little bit rushed, and there's a lot of questions that just aren't answered. But overall, the the anime wasn't bad. I, I'd give it a seven out of ten. That's what I gave it. It's definitely not like eight or nine material. Sure, I agree with that. Um, of, um, I'd watch a second season. I would too. I would. Yeah, same. I did. I did enjoy it at the end of the day. Like it kept me. Like I waited for her until like towards the end of the season when most of the shows were done, so I could just binge watch it. And I actually ended up binge watching it through like a good amount of it through one night just because I got hooked on it. Yeah, I know you kept. You kept texting all of us. It's like, guys, I need to go to sleep. I can't stop watching this. <laughs> Episode 9, woo! Episode 10, oh my god! Listen, we're in a group together for a reason. Suffer <laughs> with me. Uh, I, I want to ask, because this show was released all at once at the very beginning of the season. What were you guys' opinions on that? I loved it. I watched yeah, all of it. It that. was something different. Please do that more, industry. Yeah, I, I kind of agree that it was good because you could let people watch it at their own pace. And I, I did not binge watch a show. I watched two episodes a week. So I finished it in six, well, I finished it in six weeks. I watched three episodes last week. But I think it's nice to let people watch it at their own pace. Just for me personally, like I like binge watching. I'll pick one or two shows to binge watch a week. So if you look at how many animes I watch, upwards towards 25 to 30 and you give me all the episodes, let's say 13, I would get through that in the exact same amount of time, if not, like, longer, if you just released it per week. That's just me, though. Yeah. I will say one thing is, when the season started, I, you know, on a bunch of different anime forums, a lot of people were talking about it, but then by about halfway through the season, and especially toward the end of the season, nobody was talking about it. So that's yeah. kind of the risk-versus-reward thing, I think, when you do this. That's true. But... I think the fact that they released it all at the beginning contributed, like, really a lot to its popularity because it's, like, the most popular uh, airing anime in summer that started airing that season, even beating out Food Wars. So I would blame that phenomenon more on the fact that it was all released at once because I don't think its name alone could beat off Food Wars well, without I would also... doing something different. I would also say that it has a little something to do with the fact that the juggernaut known as ReZero was also airing at the same time. I mean, but like ignoring ReZero among the rest of the shows, it was number two. True. What's it really? Yeah. I'd also like to and point it... out, like, when it aired on Crunchy, only premium members got it. If you That's weren't true. premium, you'd get it per week, so it's not like that changed for the people who don't want to pay. It's true. Unless you How get it... it illegally. <laughs> well, we here at yeah. Anime Club After Dark do not condone. Do not condone illegal activity. No, um, why would we know? Um, I will. I, I don't know off the top of my head. Does anyone know how it was actually released in Japan? Was it just released online or like Netflix or 
honestly, I'd have to go look it up. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but I'm obviously it wasn't you know premiere. It didn't premiere on television, so um, which is weird. I mean, it is weird. The, the Japanese are trying something. God help us all. <laughs> um, but yeah, real life. I, I recommend it. I actually am. I'm, I've, I've decided that I am going to go read the. Uh, is it a web comic or a web manga or what is it? It's a web comic. Okay, I'm gonna probably go read the web comic here starting in the next couple of weeks. So. That's a okay, nice read. Okay, so Re- Relife was um, it was aired weekly in Japan. So it, it at first it was yeah it was released full on the web and then aired in Japan. Oh okay. As, as per normal. Okay, but did, where did it, where did was it released online? Uh, I'm just looking at Wikipedia. It just says oh. online. Well, Wikipedia is. <laughs> consummate source for accurate information. It is. Duh. Of course. Didn't you know Hitler killed the dinosaurs? That's what I, I thought that was Marcus. No. No. <laughs> I've been told, though. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Let's go back to ReZero. Life pretty good. Life, not ReZero. ReZero, fuck you. ReZero, what happened fuck there? You. Gross. Um, no, I think we've talked about ReLife enough. Yeah. It's good. Check it out. Alright. Uh, hey, Tenota. Hey, me. You want you want to talk about sweetness and lightning? Oh my fucking god! Every Monday, I needed it so badly. I stared at that countdown clock. I needed it, man. I needed it. It's so good. It is the so, thing that got me through so, the week. So you you liked it then? Am I am I getting? I, I think am I getting this right. I, I'm not I sure about it. that. What are you talking about? I think he absolutely. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not paying attention. Please go on. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I do want to ask, do, do ask you a question, Shinoda. What's up? How bad is your diabetes now? Let's see. I had my organs removed. I had <laughs> some machines put in. I had to take shots of insulin and um, the other thing every day. <laughs> the it's pretty thing. bad, honestly. There's a lot of diabetes. Like, And I thought I was fat, but no. This show, it gives you diabetes to a whole nother scale. It's terrifying, and I loved every second of it. It was so good. Yep, it is. It, it, and you know, <clears throat> almost I almost never started this show. I know. I think it was John said it was like adorable or something. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And, and like then... John, John put in the chat one day, this Sumuk is pretty adorable, and it's like, oh, I gotta watch this shit now. If not everyone knows, I love cute things, and Sumugi was by far the cutest thing that season. Oh, definitely. She was definitely my favorite character of the season. Um, what I really I'm like really... is just the show. Like, all right. So, if no one knows what the story's about, it's about a single father raising a child, which is very uncommon in anything. Really, you don't really see that in real life yeah. either. So, there's that. And the second thing was how the father. It's it's just talking about how the father needs to feed the child, which is a very big issue because you know mothers, stay-at-home mothers. They usually prepare well-balanced meals for their children. However, it follows the main character, Father, who doesn't know how to do shit. <laughs> Can't cook. He's got to get good, though. Yeah, he has to just get good with cooking. And he learned. Yeah. He really did. He put the effort, he put the time, and he did it. And that's just something very sweet. Having a father I... learn to cook for his daughter. I'm just, oh. I really, I really like the portrayal of uh, him and Sumugi. Like, I thought... The father were, dynamic. Yeah, like I thought, I thought they were relatively realistic. Like not like a hundred percent, but you know, compared to most other anime, like 
Especially when Sumugi has her tantrums. Yeah, or like, like when when or when he yells when when you know she takes off, like and he gets her back or whatever. Like about like those really like in and other stuff they would have been like like oh that was so cute and whatever. But like yeah, they actually had real reactions. It was realistic comparatively, and that was the good yeah. one of the best parts about the anime because like it'll be nice and cute, but it won't hesitate to uh, go fun. into. Uh, uh, Okay, I'm listening to like end songs to figure out what I like the best while <laughs> still working. Don't peek behind the curtain, guys. Wow, no, no. such dedication. He's doing work while we're doing all this. Anyway, fuck. Where was I at? Uh, I don't know. What was I saying? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Sweetest and lightning. Make sure you have your insulin shots ready before you watch yeah. the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for the lightning. So where did that go? <laughs> um, it's honestly one of the best shows of the season. Like, I, if I it wasn't for the fact it. that piece of shit that we all loved was there in number one spot, like, I think, I honestly think it's probably the best contender for number one. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely uh, one of my favorites. It was, it was one of the things I look forward to every week during the season. It was one of those ones that I the day it aired, sometime during that day I would watch it. Yeah, like there's no waiting around for it. You got to watch it ASAP. Like yeah, that's how I got, nice the show I got home, I watched that in Mob Psycho. Like, boom. I honestly uh, say one watch last it, thing. Like, day one. Because <laughs> I thought I the show say- was good, but I, I didn't think it was like amazing, surprisingly, because, <laughs> I don't know, I, I had little issues here and there. But go go on, Alex. <laughs> Well, with lack of plot? Yeah, there won't plot. (laughs) Um, I do want to say one thing. I'm very happy that a romance did not evolve in that show. Oh, man, that's so good. Well, I'm manga. Shut up! Wait, what? what? It's just one-sided. No, they they don't go down the route. Katori develops feelings. It's one-sided. Oh, Oh, thank God. It's fine. Listen, let's not... No. And and also, I, I think we're pretty much done with Sweetness and Lightning, but... I want to say one thing from the bottom of my heart. If you are a Dojinshi artist, please stop. <laughs> I'll agree with them on it's this. It's not fucking right. I don't care if you are a Lolicon. It's not fucking right. Like, it is genuine innocence. Please stay away from it. I mean, if you want to do Sensei and Student, okay. But stay away from Sumugi. I, I beg you. Anyway, moving on. Someone. Mob uh, uh, Psycho, who wants to talk about that? Alright, I'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, I really enjoyed it. The first few episodes started off slow to me. It was just kind of like Monster of the Week-ish a little bit. So, like, it had my attention enough to keep watching. But I think it was on like 4 or 5, I'm not quite sure. Like, it hooked me. Like, he found out a lot more about Mob and his powers... It started introducing more espers, uh, and I'm only saying mob because I can't remember his name, and it's just easier to call him mob. <laughs> yeah, mob uh, and sensei Reagan. Reagan. Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> Reagan. Dude, that last that last what, episode. Like I thought Reagan was a fucking piece of shit until like the last episode, and I was like, God damn it, man! Why you gotta? Be so why you gotta cool. stop making me think you're yeah, like exactly. Why you gotta be so cool? Well, I mean, well, 
But it was like that the thing, though. in earlier episodes. I know a little bit, but at the same time, too, like he was still kind of like dirty behind when he wasn't around, you know? Like, he was so. just a con man. He was just trying to make money off of dumb people. It's not like he was tricking smart people. Well, because smart people can't be tricked, duh. <laughs> Never. Here's, the, here's the thing about Sensei. He's, um, at the bottom of his heart, he is a good guy. Like, yeah, he wants to make money. Yeah, he'll uh, just do whatever. But end of the day, he is a good guy, and he wants to be a genuine point for a uh, mob, like someone who ca- who he can look up to, someone who he can trust. And throughout the series, we actually saw that repeatedly. Like most of the time, you have a couple of good laughs out of him. You you see him being a piece of shit, but he has his genuine moments, and those moments are the ones that actually matter. Because they don't just relate to mob, they can relate to any of us, and that's a, another special thing that Reagan can give. Yeah, I also I also think a part of it too is a you know mob's effect on him because like you've seen throughout the show the effect mob has like on all the other characters in the show, like fucking I can't remember the blonde the blonde kid's name, but he turns him and turns him around, and like his brother's uh, arc was all about like coming off of mob and stuff. So, like, I, I like I like Mob's influence on everyone. But you're right. Like Reagan definitely deep down underneath showed that he was a good guy like the whole time. Just that dirty bastard with a heart of gold. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, but uh, Ad- the animation too. Like, oh my god! Just, like the art style, everything point. is so gorgeous. Like the action scenes, like were amazing. Like if like. You know that that first person movie uh, that came out recently. It kind of felt like that a little bit in the sense like of hardcore how they animated. Henry. Hardcore. Yeah, Henry. hardcore Henry. Yeah, yeah. So like like some of the fight scenes, how they did it, like it was like like it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, they definitely. That's where they probably put the most effort animation wise, and it paid off. I have to say, it definitely paid off because the fights were fun. They were engaging. It was amazing to watch, and the music helped with it to a whole nother point because, like, just you get pumped, you're 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 just listening to everything, and it's pretty fucking awesome. I personally I like how they didn't incorporate uh, one style. Oh yeah, it's, it's awesome. yeah, it's that's, awesome. That, I really that's like hilarious. It. Yeah, I actually didn't like Mob Psycho from the beginning. Uh, it took me three episodes to actually get into it. And it wasn't because the the action scenes and stuff. It was just, I don't know. It was like, all right, I get it. It's one coming off the high of One Punch Man. And I, I'm new to one's work, so it's not like I knew what I was going into or what I should have been expecting. And then when I got to see Mob Psycho, I was like, okay, so it's basically just One Punch Man? Like, how is this any different? And then you get to episode three, and it starts building, like you guys are saying. You start building, um, God, I'm Shigio. Shigeo Kageyama. Shigeo. Yeah. yeah. One. Punch. One. Mob Psycho. <laughs> Mob. There we go. <laughs> it's hard to tell them apart, man. Same facial structures, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I was really shocked that there actually was a story, contrary to One Punch Man, which is just literally go fight shit. Yeah, like, like after, like, like I said, like, three or four, like, that, the plot really starts to come into focus a bit. The first couple episodes, it's just like feels almost like slice of life ish, and it's kind of yeah. like eh. Yeah, I'm the same with uh, 
John in that the first episode was super, super boring for me because I was not into the comedy. It was, like, too, like, stupid, <laughs> too immature. <laughs> At least only in the first episode, like, the comedy was not funny. But then once they introduced yeah. the plot, it became semi-interesting. <laughs> I still you didn't like really... like though? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I still, like... I wasn't complete. I'm not completely sold on it. It was pretty enjoyable to watch, but it wasn't that great. Um, the only, like, the best part about it <laughs> is the cliffhanger at the end for me because I'm really interested in knowing what the other psychic organization or the head of the current psychic or- organization is going to do. And obviously, like, I need to know more about um, show, like, a me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? Yeah, I um, made the joke um, when wah, 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 wah. Uh, we were first introduced to show. So it's like, hey, show, I didn't know you were in the show. And then show didn't realize either until he actually watched the episode that there actually is someone named show. And I actually really like him. So he's like, yay, me. Much... Yeah. <laughs> Autistical little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Anyway, all right, then. all right. Is that it for Mob Psycho? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Go watch it, people. Hey, John. What's up? Why don't you defend Berserk? All right. Let's do this. Let's do <clears> it. <throat> all right, boys and girls, gather around. Let me tell you the story about Berserk. It's CGI as shit and fucking stupid. Oh God. Um, uh, I'll argue with you on that. Berserk 2016. I didn't mind it at all. Berserk 2016. I know everyone has heard of it, everyone has shit on it, but I am here to defend Berserk 2016. I started off the show and was like, dear lord, strike me down where I stand, this is terrible. And yeah, I just I just kept watching it, because I was like, I could not believe this is what they've done to Berserk, one of my most favorite mangas I've ever read. And as I kept watching, I was like, this piss poor CGI is terrible. And then they'd flop back and forth between like hand-drawn versus cgi i'm just like why why would you tease me with good art and then say you, you, you like that no fuck you let's have some cgi it's like no please stop but as i kept watching i got over the bad cgi and just started realizing like this is still berserk the story is still the same the acting is on point and it's still enjoyable so yeah berserk 2016 it's not that bad and I'm actually more excited with how they ended it, because they show you a sneak peek of Season 2, and they're finally going to reveal the Berserk armor. And I've been waiting, like, 15 years for this shit to happen. <laughs> Why is it called Berserk? Well, no one's ever going to fucking find out. Until next year, 2017, summer, or something. So basically what you're saying is that you should watch it while closing your eyes, and you'll have a good time? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Get, like, described audio. <laughs> Honestly, if you don't mind CGI, it's so, not that bad. No, it what really you should isn't. do, what you should do is watch it, turn the TV off, but leave the sound, the the, the speakers on, so you're like listening to a radio seat, a radio drama. Yeah, yeah learn Japanese. That would be a horrifying radio drama. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you just hear a lot of metal clinking, blood and guts being spewed everywhere. Would that and be rape. so bad? Don't forget rape. Everyone's getting raped. <laughs> and the horse rape. Don't forget the horse rape. Very important you don't forget the horse rape. It's a thing. Oh, uh, if, if only it was just the horse. Everyone's raping everyone. Shh, spoilers. The world of Berserk is very, very, 
very, very rapey and intense and rapey. I heard. It's I feel Marcus is gonna enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I really you know enjoyed. I you know what I think? I think Show's gonna enjoy that because it's got a horse in it. Oh god. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, so bad CGI aside, there is good CGI in there. Uh, Skeleton Knight. Where? Skeleton That's Knight was really cool. His CGI was really cool. He was done really well. Did you say that good CGI is an oxymoron? Yeah. <laughs> and, it's and terrible. Almost any animation that included Father Mosgus. Mosgus? Mosgus? Mosgus. Couscous. Couscous. Goose Goose, not Couscous, Goose Goose. Goose Goose. Yes, Mazgus, what about him? The Holy Father Satan. And I, I feel any uh, animation that included with him was actually really nicely done. Because, uh, in my opinion, it was gorgeous when uh, he was fighting, he was moving, he was just talking. I, I really liked uh, the animations where he was in there. Except when Skull Knight took the scene, because he's, like, the best. Oh, yeah, because Skull Knight, like, I'm he's sorry. such a badass. Oh, it's my boner for like, Skulls again. You can't compare again. anyone else to Skull Knight, because it's fucking Skull Knight. Ladies and gentlemen, I like skeletons. We all like skeletons. Spooky, scary skeletons. No, Spooky, scary no. Skeletons. Oh, no. <laughs> Gotta get into the spirit, man. It's that time. Uh, it Tom. is. It's almost Halloween. Tom, I remember you saying something about wanting to watch Berserk before yeah. it aired. Uh, yeah, um, I'm still going to. I just haven't got a chance to. Um, does it air on Crunchyroll for you guys? Yeah. Is that where you're yes. watching it? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't for me. So that's oh, probably why I haven't gotten into it, it. Australia strikes again. Yeah. So I mean, I'm going to watch it eventually. Um, wait, wait. So you can't watch it in Australia? Tell us again how you feel about no. Funimation. Uh, they're not very friendly to me. I have very <laughs> not high opinions of them, but well, I'm sure I, they're fine on your I believe, end. I believe I, I remember you once telling me that they could choke on a bag of dicks. <laughs> Did I say that? That's not something I would say, is it? Like, actually, I mean, you like, probably, it... actually, you probably just called them cunts. Oh, that's probably more like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Berserk, yeah, I'll watch Berserk. Like, I, I want to, definitely want to. It's just confusing to me, like, I don't know who looked at the films of Berserk and went, you know what everyone really likes about these films? The shithouse CG in it. Let's make a whole show about that. That's just, that still confuses the fuck out of me. But no, the worst for I me mean, I'm still, I'll still watch it. The teasing of the hand-drawn versus CGI. It's just, it's like, they can't even say, oh, because CGI was more cost-effective or yada yada. It was too hard to hand-draw. Like, no I mean, bullshit. Usually it isn't, though. Usually CG is much more expensive and difficult to do. Yeah, which which just confuses me even more. I mean, unless they do it heat shit like they did in the films. I'd say it was just in my bad. opinion. <laughs> Great qualifier at the end, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I'm sure someone likes it. Yeah, I'm I, sure I the people it. who made it like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would hope they liked it. It's like no, I just imagine some animator going, "This is shit. Put that in." <laughs> <laughs> My god, uh, what have we done? Put it in! <laughs> I would do that. I can see them doing that. But yes, anyway. all CGI aside, the story is still berserk, guys. So it's still good. Alright. Shall we move on? Yes. How about we talk about Honda Civic-kun? Oh, alright. Let's talk about Honda Civic-kun. <laughs> Show, would you the like to start us off? The other car of the season. Yeah. 
We've had Subarus, we've had Hondas, we've had it all. So, someone talk about Honda Civic. Show. Oh, fine. So, Honda-kun is a prequel to Barakamon, but, like, where Barakamon is, like, a seinen slice of life about a rural, like, setting and, like, a drama. Okay, not a drama, but, like, the interactions between a young toddler girl from the country and a um older calligraphist that is having troubles with his profession so that's the sequel barakamon now what was airing this season is the prequel honda-kun which is completely different <laughs> from its original series it's like a high school slice of life comedy um and to be honest um, even though it's way more lighthearted and less serious than Barakamon, it I enjoyed it so much more. Maybe it's because I have trash taste, but <laughs> maybe. I mean, uh, you said it, not me. It was so fun. It was like what I needed to rejuvenate the happiness in my life. <laughs> Um, I loved how they introduced so many different characters and they were all really quirky and weird and then they were all like obsessed with Honda. Um, so basically the premise of Honda-kun is that um, uh, the main character Honda is popular but he's too dense to realize that he's popular. He just thinks everyone's making fun of him when they pay attention to him. So like funny um, situations... Uh, arise from that yeah lots of shenanigans oh my god <laughs> one of my favorite um characters slash scenes was um a girl who received an eraser as a quote-unquote present oh, from oh. Honda and <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh they're like in the in that episode she received the eraser like she was about to commit suicide because Honda wouldn't notice her, but then she had, like, a musical with the dancing erasers to cheer her up or something. And then, like, five episodes later, she comes back as, like, a bandit, and her her, her supervillain name is, like, Eraser, and she, like, erases the people that are after honda like, the girls who are trying to um, get too close to him. Uh, oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> that it, was, it was hilarious. That was too much. That was, like, amazing. Um, but yes, there were so many good characters. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, t- really it took good. me. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, fuck you. You go ahead. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, it took me a fuck you for being so polite to me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Tom gets me. <laughs> um, it took me a couple episodes to get into it. Like, I thought the first two were like okay. And then finally, like, the third episode, I really started liking it. But by the end, uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, the Honda Force were hilarious. I really liked the guy that you know, actually noticed, like, what was going on with Honda. But, like, just kind of resigned himself to be like, oh, well, like, it is what it is. Uh, he always made me laugh because he'd, like, everyone would make all these outrageous, like, oh, my God, Honda-kun said this, this, this. And this guy would be like, but no, he's actually just saying this. Or acting this way, and I don't know for whatever reason, I just he became my favorite character out of the Honda Force. I can yeah, understand, um, especially yeah. because like he he just came into there accidentally and decided to say fuck it on the state, and like that's what he ends up doing, and hilarious shenanigans. 
I like how he's not like your stereotypical straight man in that he doesn't point out to everyone all the time that what's actually happening, and he just lets them yeah. <laughs> have their delusions. Yeah, he just points it out to the audience, and then like everyone else just goes on. So it's hilarious. Um, also like the shit. It just <laughs> you like the shit. You like the shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> While you gather your thoughts, let me talk about Honda Kun. Yeah, it's one of the animes I was looking forward to as well, and I really loved it. It was great. I personally liked Barakamon more than Honda-kun. I actually re-watched Barakamon while waiting for Honda-kun, like the last episode, because I was like, you know what I should do? Rewatch Barakamon. And it just really reconfirmed that I like Barakamon more than I like Honda-kun. Not to say that Honda-kun is bad. It was great. It's definitely hilarious. It's definitely not the same comedy. And the interactions between everyone and Honda were just hilarious. And Eraser was my favorite of the cast because she's so funny. Every time she appeared, I burst Eraser. out laughing. <laughs> Jason, have you gathered your thoughts? Nah, I lost it. It's gone. Ah, uh, all right then. Aww. So yeah, Honda-kun, pretty good. Would recommend watching it. I gave I gave it a, like an eight out of ten. Definitely solid score. I, I will say I I never I have never watched Barakamon. So, you can still watch this and perfectly enjoy it. Yeah, oh, seriously. Yeah. It, that, that's it, like, a great part. It's... I didn't even realize it was a prequel to something until a little bit later, but it, it was still completely fine. I didn't it has a any... couple nods in Hanukkah to Barakamon, but they're so, like, not important. I'd have to say it's, like, one of the best spin-off series I've seen. It has its own, like, unique personality and... It doesn't leech off its uh, parent story. It definitely has its own standalone appeal. I agree. Sure. Yep. All right. Honda Kun. Yep. Moving Don't on. Watch it. So, um, I guess we're going to talk about this. Second season of uh, Food Wars. I like Go it. Go ahead, Is it good? <laughs> All right. Um, hold on. I got to get this started because, as everyone knows, I dropped Food Wars season one halfway through. Because I couldn't handle the change in the ED song. So, I actually decided to pick up Food War Season 2. And I really liked it. It was only like 13 episodes, I believe. And it was very rushed. And a lot of people hated that. But it I personally, I really yeah. liked it. Because I'm so, like, I'm caught up on the manga, first of all. So I didn't know what happened. So am, I, so am I. So, just having like a fresh recap with the interactions of the characters. Like, just so fast-paced. I'm like, yeah, I can get behind this. Definitely not as good as season one, but I can get behind season two. I can see, like, yeah, they were on a time crunch. They had to get to the Stagioar. So, just going to put that out there. Also, it had the best ED of the season. Nano Ripe is love. Fuck you all. I need to hear that song again. I can't, I can't think of it right now. <laughs> but I remember it. liking it. Though. Your, your, liking your brain it. is really failing you right now, isn't it? <laughs> No, nah, well, my job. Like, like, like we were saying before the show started, like none of the OPs or ADs really stuck out to me. Like, I mean, I enjoyed them, like listening to them while the show was going on, but yeah, they didn't, like, re- they didn't really stick out beyond that. Summer season, I honestly had a like. There's only two songs I remember liking distinctively, and that's Hanakun's OP and Soma season two's ED. Those are the only two I actually cared enough for to download. Uh, Sumugi's, I mean, <laughs> Sumugi's opening. Sweetness and Lightning is opening is pretty Let, good. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It really that's is like Sumuki's opening. That's like the yeah. only one I remember. Sweetness and Lightning Actually, is opening. And, and Mob but... Psycho after I started talking about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mob, uh, Mob Choir, I think it was by, right? 
That one's actually pretty good. But again, that's four. That's still just four. Moving on to someone else. Food Wars. Food Wars. Oh, yeah, Food Wars. Um, yeah, like you said, like I thought the beginning was rushed, but I thought starting from the final match to the end was really good. Almost pretty close to the level of season one. Not really quite there, but pretty close. Um like you, I also um, I'm caught up on the manga, so like yeah, I really enjoyed seeing it all, like actually live action, um, like uh, during the like the JoJo's reference and uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh references and stuff. Like I really enjoyed seeing those animated. Um, I thought uh, the, they did the stag stagwar stagier. I don't know how the how the hell you say it, but stagier. I I, I, re- stagier. Yeah. I really like uh, I really like that part. Uh, I, I felt that part. Uh, I kind of think that part did it a little bit better than the manga. Like, just the the feel of accomplishment that Soma gets, like, when he gets um, the, his item on the menu or whatever. So, like, I really like that. But definitely season one is still way better, unfortunately. Yeah, I'll agree to that. Season two, while it was still good, it just wasn't the same. It didn't have the same feeling. It didn't have the same hype going behind it. But it was still nice to watch. And I had to make sure, uh, still, every time I was eating something while I was watching it. <laughs> Otherwise, I would get starving for whatever a, was on that's screen. That's given, though. I had to do the same thing with Sweetness and Lightning. Just had to eat. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Alright. No one else wants to talk about Food Wars Season 2. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, so I have nothing to add. I also have yet to pick it up. Uh, I mean, definitely you can tell it was it was just a cash grab. It doesn't seem like it was, oh man, everyone loves the show so much, let's make a season two because we love making good anime. It was more of, oh my god, look at this hype train, let's catch season two. So, would you be surprised if there was a season three? Actually, yes, because what happens from the Stagewar to where they're at now in the manga, it's very boring. Very repetitive. So I'd be very right, surprised yeah. if they did a season three. I disagree a, a bit. I mean, it does have some pacing issues, but for the most part, I found it enjoyable. There's some stuff that was kind of like, eh. But the only, only thing I hated about it personally, not like anything story-wise, was just that uh, the arena ship took off so much more. Oh, yeah, the arena ship. Oh, God. So much ammunition, dude. Oh, so sad. Megumi forever. <laughs> nah, man. Nikumi forever. Get out of here. Take your meat and stick it with sunshine. I still wouldn't be surprised if they do uh, um, season three. Like I'm pretty sure it's gonna come either way, whether people want it to or not. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah, know. We have to look at the, uh, the sales. Like up until the the appearance of a certain someone, a lot of people were liking it. It's kind of kind of died down a little bit after after he appeared. So I don't know. I think there still be a season three. We'll see. Maybe. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Alderaan. Alderaan, yes. Alderaan on the sky. I'll take Alderaan this Alderaan. one. Alderaan. Alderaan, so, my mom. Alderaan in the Sky is an anime that I did not originally pick to watch, and it was thanks to show introducing it to me, and I absolutely fell in love with it <clears throat> as a show. Uh, I, I, for one, love overpowered main characters, and the main character in there, both of the main characters, they're super overpowered. It's great. I love it. Eat that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it's about 
you know, kids going to war in this magical fantasy land that has, like, spirits, and they go to war, and that's it. I mean... Say war one more war? time. War. Just say war again and again and again. That, war. It'll, it'll war. Sink in. war never changes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that's that's good I was definitely not having high hopes for this because, like, it was a military anime, and the last military anime I watched was Gate, and besides the Moe shit in Gate, like, it was pretty low quality. So I'm like, great, another military anime. This is going to be so amazing. The only good thing about it was that it was by Madhouse. So I'm like, okay, maybe you'll do a decent job. But, yeah, uh, actually having watched it, it was really good. They didn't like sell out like gate <laughs> they actually told a decent story um and there was some interesting strategy and it was pretty captivating and um the heroine um yatoroshi you know whatever her name is except cupid babbit so yeah I mean, she's so cool and uh, yeah well you yeah, know totally. it was it was done by madhouse so you know what that means bye bye season two i know hey, I one punch oh, man season uh, two i don't know man Listen. It needs a season two. The season one was done so good. It needs to continue the story. <laughs> Listen, it's Madhouse. Don't get your hopes up. I know. <laughs> Madhouse is only able to do a season two once a decade. <laughs> this is the unwritten laws of Madhouse. I mean, if you look at it, it's kind of right. I mean, eh. But we're right, not talking don't about... make us feel any more We're not going to talk about Madhouse. We're going to talk about Alderman in the sky. Alderaan in the sky. Alderaan. They're on Alderaan. They're on Alderaan. Alder Alderaan. So, this is... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, oh, anyway. Okay. Fuck, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, the premise of the anime, um, as whoever said it, um, a bunch of kids go to war. Yes, war. War never changes, except when it does. Um, because the main character... He's a fucking asshole, because he's a lazy genius, a.k.a. the best kind of genius. And, you know, he, he's actually a student of science and everything. He, he loves it, and because of, and apparently that lets him be a tactics master and just genius at that shit. Which, okay, I'll accept that. And he, he pretty much uses it to outsmart his enemies, his peers, just everyone. Fuck you to everyone. It's pretty funny, actually. Um... He does that until he finally meets that's almost as equal towards the end of the anime and still manages to barely beat them. The unsleeping. The, the unsleeping asshole, yes. Um, um, I want to talk about yeah. the pacing a little. If you're going to watch Alderman in the Sky, be prepared that it only covers like two volumes, which is kind of really low considering a lot of animes cover at least three volumes in 12, 13 Shoot. episodes. Occult Nine did one volume in one episode. Jesus, what? Occultic Nine, the first episode was one whole volume. Jesus, How? wow. Okay, listen. Crazy. There's there's a thing to be said for fast pacing. <laughs> there's a thing to be said for fucking uh, sanicking this thing. Holy shit. Yeah, from what I've been hearing, it's been turning a lot of people off with that pacing. So we'll see how it goes. I haven't watched it, but again, anyway, summer. It's two volumes of Alderman, and they rearrange it a little bit. It's not 100% true to the light novel, but it's still good. You know, I recommend reading it or watching it. But not you both. Don't you, don't, you don't recommend eating it? No. Mm. Okay. 
Come on, they should have something to eat. Give them something. They can have ramen to the side of Alda. <laughs> at, at, at fucking weeds. Anyways, um... Is that it's a decent anime. It's a decent anime. Check it out whenever you have the time. It's not something you should watch ASAP. It's more of a relaxed thing. Unless you have, like, a lip fetish, then you'll get those juicy lips in Alda Ramen. Oh, yeah, she did have them nice lips. That's right. I'm suddenly very interested. Basically, all the characters are permanently pouting because their lips are, like, bee-stung to, like, (laughs) the biggest proportions. All right, wow. Moving on. Show that just leaves you. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about the best show of the season, Banania. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Banania. I didn't, I noticed you guys forgot to put it on. So, I mean, like, someone has to talk about um, the show that changed anime forever. Um, It had the most developed characters, most intricate plot. Um, It was basically revolutionary, and everyone needs to watch it because. You cannot call yourself a true fan unless you watch Banania. This is true. This is, yeah. I mean, once you watch it, you'll understand. Everything that show said is completely correct about Banania. And its ED is pretty good. I love the ED. By boyish girls. <laughs> it's pretty good. I watched three episodes. I wanted to die. Whoa. What? What? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. I did not like it. What? what? It's so How cute. How could you not like it? Because it is too far. It's too far down into my uncanny valley. I, if they had been bananas or cats, I could take it. But cats inside bananas, no, I can't. Oh I can't. God, I can't take this. So cute. What are you talking about? You know, I'm a I dog person. Like it. I am a like 100% dog person over cats, and yet I enjoyed banana. It made me want to have a cat. <clears throat> it made me want to eat a banana. <laughs> Whoa, that's so messed up. No, <laughs> well, I can see why Sho enjoyed the show now, and I do not condone the eating of domestic animals, other than cows, chickens. I do. Pigs. China recommends it. <laughs> Apparently, it's like, a tasty thing there. I had I had Chinese for lunch, so I probably ate some cat. <laughs> Welcome to the racist cast. Let's all be racist guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel horrible, but I do feel horrible. Oh, seriously, I went to this Chinese restaurant one time and I saw a cat walking toward the back of it. I said, you're going the wrong way, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh no. We're going off topic. Uh, Banana. Yeah, we are. Banana Sorry. cats. Watch it. Eat it. Pat it. Whatever. It's good. It's all good. Yeah. It was really um... funny to me. Um, when I went to MetroCon, right? We went to MetroCon, yes. Alex? When yes. we went to Metrocon, oh, by the way, I went to Florida and visited Alex and Riker. We went to Metrocon together. Um, anyway, they had Banania products already out. And I was like, wow, that's really fast. Because apparently the show is actually really popular. I mean, wasn't the show's main sole purpose to, like, advertise its company? Probably. I have no I idea. I thought that was, like, the premise of the show, that, like, the Banania is the mascot for some company. Um, and that's why the show... Um, was made and it apparently did not do a good job because I don't even know what company it is. Because we don't live in Japan. What is this Um, Japanese company? What? It's not like Nikon or Olympus? But like, no, like it doesn't even say in the show. So how am I supposed to know? 
I would assume if you're Japanese, you would know. Like, if it's such... You know how, like, over here in the North America, you can be like, hey, look, it's Ronald McDonald. Like, oh, yeah, Ronald McDonald. Oh, please. Whenever you see Ronald McDonald, there's, like, a McDonald's, like, actual sign. So, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like we it's also not the symbol for uh, Tim great... It's also like, not a great comparison since McDonald's is literally everywhere. Yeah. You know what? You, you get my point. It's like Publix. When you see the symbol, you know it's Publix. Right, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know where you can go and get a really good sub. Publix. Publix. It's like Starbucks best in Washington. Gro- the, the best grocery store in the world. That'll cost you $10. Still a good sandwich. I was, I was skeptical until I had it, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I wanted another plug. one. <laughs> anyway. Move on, on, please. <laughs> oh, God. Banana. Cats. Cat dog. What? Cat dog. Cat, Cat dog. dog. All right. <laughs> so, how about this Speaking show that, of... nobody, that nobody got? Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> one thing I want to say about Banana is that, um, like, halfway through, I just realized that um, Yuki Kaji is voicing, like, half of the cats, and... I just, like, if you just imagine Yuki Kaji just nyaing all the different nya sounds, and then just don't, just imagine him in the voice box doing those nya sounds without any context, I was like, this is really weird, yet looks kind of, like, hot, but also weird and very distracting, and I can't pay attention to what's happening. But anyway, <laughs> we can, oh, and also interesting is that Yuki Kaji also played a cat in Servamp, so... Does this mean that Yuki Kaji is a, actually a cat? Maybe. Let's find out next season when he plays another one. Um, so moving on to probably a show that only I have watched, which is Battery, um, which is the baseball anime that aired. Where did, where did you um, watch it? it, was, uh, it was, obviously, it was, well, um, illegally, even though we don't <laughs> condone it. Yeah, uh, but it actually aired on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> oh, just like Cabinary. That's so stupid, Amazon. Get get out of here. Yeah, you don't belong to Amazon. <laughs> anyway, Nico, like... Please, Amazon, sponsor us. I was just kidding. I want Prime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Battery. I've talked a lot about this before, but um, it's actually the only show I gave a 10 this season. Um, even ReZero, I gave a whoa, 9. Whoa, whoa. This is a momentous occasion. Show gave a show a 10. I actually give, like... <laughs> Maybe one ten per season, so kind of. Holy com- oh, you're shit! Just a what? Yeah, it's a lot of tens. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that crazy, anyways. Um, so yeah, like the first thing that was interesting about uh, Battery was that it was slated for eleven episodes, even though it was a sports anime, and like that's really weird because I'm like, what are you gonna do in eleven episodes for, like, a sports show that you like? Sports genre is usually like. Really long, elongated games, like, super uh, filler, super dragged out. I'm like, so what's going to happen in 11 episodes? But apparently, um, like I've said before, it's not really focusing on the sports and more of a psychological drama slash coming-of-age story. And a lot of the characters' motivations for the actions are left unexplained. Um, and so the it's up to the viewer to interpret, like, what's going on inside the characters and what like everyone is thinking um it encourages the viewer to be like active and try to piece together things for themselves um it definitely doesn't spoon feed to uh the viewers and 
it actually treats you treats you like you have a brain. So like, I mean, you could turn your brain off and you would probably have like an average viewing experience. But if you really wanted to, there's like a lot to pick apart um, if you watch it because there's a lot of um, vague sort of interpretable things and there's a lot of room for your for um, your own thought process to try to figure out what's going on. Um, it's interesting. I like stuff like that a lot. Like um, Snafu does that a lot, where it's yeah. it's a lot of that stuff is up to your interpretation, but it's it's very deliberate in the way that they've written and directed it. I can see that. I actually didn't like that in Snafu. That actually annoyed me. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was I was a huge fan of it. I was like, please explain what's going on, but they didn't. And I was like, fucking, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think. What? No. But it is. It is still like very deliberate. It's not. There's not too too much sway in in what they're trying to get across. It's just that they want to make you think about it. Interesting. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Actually, I really want to watch oh, Battery. I do. You'll you'll show you're literally the only person I've ever heard talk about it, and I kind of want to watch it now. So it's sitting at a like solid 6.00 on Mal. So it's oh, clearly well loved by everyone. Yeah. yeah, I think it's actually the sixth least liked show of the season that's actually got a rating on Mal. You know, I feel like that just has to do with how people just couldn't get their hands on it. Like the select people who did care enough to go watch it because it's not on Crunchy. You know, just my my little side thought. Yeah, I maybe mean, it's like too much work to get it and then it's too esoteric to like enjoy it on a general basis so not even worth it yeah, i guess there might actually might be something to that well i mean because <clears throat> remember when we went to that restaurant and the guy only watched whatever was on crunchy alex oh yeah yeah i did a little bit where i plugged our podcast to this guy there's our waiter at a restaurant and he turned out he liked watching anime and we were just like wow that was really weird <laughs> he didn't look like he likes anime but um <clears throat> So he listed out animes that he has. Well, so you're just sitting at a restaurant. The the waiter comes up and you're like, "Hey, we have a podcast. Listen to it." No, no, I gotta no, I gotta set this up. So he asked where everyone was from, and I said I was a local, and then Riker's from Melbourne, and then John is from Washington State. He says, "Oh, how do you know each other?" And then John looks at him with those big doughy eyes and says, "Funny you should ask." (laughs) Okay. gotta plug our podcast man i'm a businessman at heart <laughs> so anyway he, he only yeah. lists out like mainstream anime like sao attack on titan things that everyone knows because which, which i probably scolded him for <laughs> yeah just again because you know a lot of people who are new to anime even people who have seen it for a long time they do tend to stick to what's popular what's like kind of oh, yeah. mainstream I mean, usually that's, like, a decent way to filter out all the bullshit. Because mm. most of the time... Well, most of the time, the good shows are well-watched. But, I mean... Bringing it well, back into perspective, if it's a show like... Like, Cabinary was pretty popular. That's just because we knew, like, the creators from... Or the animators for Attack on Titan, a really big show, were working on a show. That's the hype train. And it's supposed to be original. And it was just... Attack on Titan with zombie trains, zombies and, it was and a, trains. It was a it was a literal hype train. Yeah, so that explains why like something that was just on Amazon Prime would be like, oh yeah, see you're full of shit, John. It was on Amazon Prime and people still watched it. But yet you look at Battery, it's like, well, 
who knew about it? Who wanted to talk about it? Not very many people. Five people. It's watched by five people. <laughs> They're all me on a different account. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You just have five <laughs> different Amazon Prime accounts just for that. And Makes I use sense. none of them I because I rip them all off of somewhere else. <laughs> all right. Move on. Okay. Well, so if you didn't like Battery, you would obviously like the... Uh, cute high school Earth Defense Club love love. <laughs> season two. <laughs> yes, there are two loves because this is the second season. Um, it's a magical boy parody anime. Um, yeah, and I basically I liked it because um, when they would do their magic transformation scenes, their clothes would come off, and then they would like <laughs> get of their course, battle that's outfits on. Like and like, yeah, they recycled the animation over and over for every episode, but it was worth it to watch it every time. <laughs> Freeze frame. I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly sold on this show yet. I can just imagine. I can imagine a show going freeze frame. Where's the dingus? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, and if that hasn't already sold you, um, the villains for this season were a pair of albino twin brothers who like to grope each other all the time. So I mean, brilliant. They also get naked too when they transform. So sorry, brothers. It's incest. <laughs> yeah, that's like basically all I have to say. It's quality, clearly. Quality incest. <laughs> Having seen season oh, one, I've got to say season two very quality, very. Yeah, I liked season two better because there was um, I don't know. It was I a lot no funnier idea. in my opinion. There was naked transformation sequences. It was a lot more over the top. Like, it's it's just better. I really wish they would have started that. At least I would have been like, well, it wasn't that bad. Season one. But was it like, I can't really tell the difference between the quality of the, like, comedy between season one and two. Like, wasn't it the same? You thought it was better? I thought it was better. The jokes. The running gags started to set in. Maybe there was this cool down of, like, one year (laughs) that all the jokes needed to seep into my brain before I started enjoying it. The only concrete reason I can say that I like the second season better was that the villains were hotter, and yeah, that's about it. How shallow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you're watching this kind of show, you're not looking for anything deep, let me tell you. (laughs) Well, we're looking for one thing that's deep. Just one. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm pretty cast. sure no one else watched this show, so I have nothing else to say. <laughs> I'm done with Talk about puppets! Let's talk about puppets. Talk about the best not-actual anime this season, which was Thunderbolt Fantasy, which is the live-action puppet show. Um, well, if it's you not don't live know action. What... It's stop motion. Let's... No, it's not stop motion. Stop motion. They... No, it isn't. They filmed it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um... So if you don't know what that means, it's basically life-sized anime figures fighting each other with CG effects. So basically, like, the best thing that you've ever seen. Um, the soundtrack's by Hiroyuki Suwano, and the screenplay's by Gen Urobuchi, so have, like, quality really? names. Yes. yes. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, we're watching a puppet show. I'm like, okay, switch off. Hiroyuki <laughs> Suwano and Gen well, Urobuchi. Oh, fuck, what? Let me provide a little background. So Urobuchi went to Taiwan, was like, yo... There's people doing puppet shows. And then he was like, that's cool. And then they're like, yeah, that's a, this is a Taiwanese thing. We do puppet shows a lot. And he was like, I'm going to make this an anime. And that's, that's I imagine that's how Richie talks. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what happened, though. 
He just comes back and is like, yo, dog, check this out. Yo, what up? <laughs> and now it's a manga, too. Oh, God, really? Yep. Oh, jeez. The manga's really, like, bishy, so... I mean, well, I'll probably check it out. The show is supposed to be bishy. Like, that's what the... I mean, it... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I literally can't take the character seriously. They're, like, literal puppets. <laughs> I don't know how bishy they're gonna get. Um, But, yeah, it was, like, super campy, melodramatic, um... It was supposed to be a feudal Japanese samurai story, and it was just hilarious because they took everything like super, super seriously, but they're puppets. (laughs) (laughs) I literally can't take it. Um, So it's really hilarious, um, but actually the fight scenes are really um, amazing because it's live action, so they move fast, and the CG effects are really cool. Um, so the fighting at least is really intense. Um, and yeah, by the end of it, like for the first half or 75%, it was a really, uh, cliche, super cliche, like, uh, super basic story. But then by the end of it, like there was a lot of plot twists and interesting developments. And I'm like, what? This is an actual story. This isn't just stupid shit happening. And, um, yeah, yeah. I by the end of the, by the very end of it, I was really invested in a lot of the characters. Surprisingly, even though they were like fucking puppets, I was <laughs> laughing at them at the, for the first like five episodes. I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" <laughs> but yeah, they were they actually became interesting by the end, and you can see Urobuchi's hand in it because yeah, the, in the puppet. Ooh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, but yeah, the, the plot writing near the end is really good. I really liked it. And they've announced a second season, and I'm looking forward to it because I really enjoyed the first season. Um, so if you're looking for laughs, uh, action, and or a good story, you could try it out. Or if you have a puppet fetish. Um, sure. I'd like to just say yeah, that like the story behind uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy, it's, it's not like unique because... This is kind of how, like, all Chinese and Taiwanese action sequences go. Like, everything was just so textbook, in my opinion. Uh, I watch a lot of Chinese kung fu movies and stuff, and it was just... It's wushu bullshit with puppets. Let's not kid ourselves. It wasn't anything unique. Maybe if you don't watch stuff like that, yeah, it is. But to me, it wasn't. I definitely do say, like, there's better out there if you want more things like Thunderbolt. So if you like Bruce Lee movies, you'll probably like... uh... Thunderbolt. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Depends on which Bruce Lee movies. Like, Enter the Dragon? No, not similar. I, I thought it was, like, interesting because for a majority, I thought the plot was going in a very linear fashion, and then everything changed to me at the end, so I'm like, oh. Everything changed once the Fire Nation attacked? Is that? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Now, it's, again, it's very look standard. What looks like. It's just very standard. Like, you describing it as... stuff. Brace Sorry? yourself. It's it's well, literally life size. Yeah. Well, because the way you're describing it kind of makes me like I can only think of. Do you remember that like eight or nine year old video, the ticking, uh, the mysterious ticking noise, Harry Potter puppet pals? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like that's that's what I'm imagining. No. Oh. <laughs> like they're just like these finger puppets, and the arms are flailing everywhere. You can't you can't see any strings or anything. I ain't got no strings. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Puppets are serious business, and you should not take it lightly. <laughs> They're really serious business. Ginner Abuchi has his hand in them. Oh, shut up. 
Oh, man. I think that's a good spot to actually wind this show down. Um, unless you have anything else you want to add about the puppets. Nah. I'll also say that I a big reason why I watched this and I'm not going to watch any other Taiwanese thing or Chinese thing. I'm not sure if I'm being racist, but I'm uh, whatever. It's <laughs> 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 because it was dubbed in Japanese that is also a racist opinion, but... Or uh, whatever. It but, <laughs> if it's puppet dubbed, if it's puppets dubbed in Japanese, I'll watch it. But I won't watch it if it's dubbed in another language. So wow, it sounds yeah. better in Chinese. Just putting it out there. I mean, there was I. I mean, maybe one day I'll watch it. That, but maybe one day you'll learn Chinese, learn Mandarin. Oh my god, I'm gonna try out Blood of Ores because initially I thought it was gonna. Be, I just the fact that it was dubbed in Chinese, I'm like no. But you know what? I will try it because I am like an internationally well-cultured person and little language. Anyways, yeah. All right. All right. So uh, before we wrap up this show, uh, we're all going to list off our uh, individual superlatives for this season. Uh, I'll go ahead and start off. Uh, my biggest surprise this season was a show I never let anyone in this group forget, and that's this art club has a problem. Boo. I never shut up. I never intended to start this show. I'm glad I did. I laugh my ass off almost every single episode. Colette is adorable. Um, my personal best ED is uh, Relife, and you may be asking yourself which one. I'm gonna say all of them. Um, because I really liked that they changed it every single episode. It gave me a chance. I remember to... none of them. <laughs> I think I might have liked one of them, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just like that fact that they changed it every single episode. I got to hear something different. I, I kind of hope that more anime do that, or at least try that out, where not every single episode ends with the same song. That'd be nice. Um, my personal best OP is 91 Days. That song hits you like a ton of bricks and never lets go. Um, my favorite female character from the season is Sumugi from Sweetness and Lightning. Uh, adorable and cute as fuck. Um, my favorite, I have two favorite male characters from the season. Uh, Kakadu Narase from Orange. Like I said before, I, I don't think I've ever met a character that I personally identify with more. And uh, Felix Arkyle from ReZero for reasons um and my personal anime of the season i'm giving to 91 days chinoda go oh yes me uh hold on uh oh god <laughs> okay anime uh, of the season re-zero re-zero favorite male character felix argyle for reasons wow <laughs> don't need to know why just reasons okay Same reasons, reasons that alex has Wait, reasons very- Reasons that I wake up to every single morning. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you, Alex. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Unacceptable show. How'd you know it was me? Oh, it's labeled, damn it. <laughs> oh, anyway, move on. Favorite female character, Sumugi, because... Just, just for clarification for the, for the uh, listeners, a uh, show just put male in brackets so everyone knows why we're laughing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Good good job, Tom. Um Sumagi fem- best female character because, you know, obvious diabetes. Um best opening, Mob Psycho Hundred. I really enjoyed it. Like I think that's something I'm gonna listen to repeatedly for a good while. Um 
best soundtrack, in my opinion. Berserk, I want to say, because it, it was, like, it caught the moment, and just, like, the... Yeah. It had a evangelical style, I want to say. Well, all the super serious action style? scenes was, like, they had the, um, the, that vocal that went off. It was really good. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that specific one. I don't remember what it's called, but it was really nice. It uh, set the tone, and it was addicting to listen to, especially during the action scenes. It was nice, and I, I like that's another thing I'm gonna add to my um, songs playlist because like I just loved listening to it. Um, the composer, the composer for that was the same as the original, wasn't it? Like Susumu Hirowani or something like that. I don't know. He he was he was still good back in uh, the original Berserk as well. Like everything I've heard from him is just generally stellar. And really just good. going back to how Berserk 2016, it's still Berserk. It's still good, guys. Please go watch yeah, it. No, like, no matter what, if it's Berserk, it's more than likely going to be good. Because the story is top-notch. Um, anyways, best CD. I, I really can't decide too much on it, so I, I just put down uh, Alderaan uh, for that, honestly. Like, it, it does, like... It's not just the uh, song itself, it's the animation that went, went with it that, um, like, it stuck to my mind. Especially that last frame of, um, what the fuck ever her name is, the ma- uh, main female character. Yatori. Um, yeah, Yatori. <clears throat> like, there's a beautiful, I mean, absolutely beautiful artwork of her during the very final scene of the ending. And I, I just loved it. And yeah, like really... you know, the song uh, went with it for whatever reason, and that stuck to me. Um, for best, uh, what's it called? Or biggest, biggest surprise. surprise? Yeah, I would have to say it's real life because, like, I, I heard people mention it here and there, and I was gonna watch it eventually. And when I did watch it, it was a surprise because I really was not expecting all that from uh, anime that released all at once or just like and the something people were barely talking about like i didn't know i was gonna get those kinds of feels and just like be more affected uh by that than uh expected so yeah anyways that's me um jason please what um uh... <laughs> hey that's my thing wait look you woke him up he's awake um Anime Let's of the see. season, go. Yeah, uh, my I I didn't really have an anime of the season. It's hard to choose between Mob Psycho and Sweetness and Lightning. Um, I guess maybe I'd have to give the nod to Sweetness and Lightning. It was just so enjoyable and so adorable. Like it reminded me of like my niece and stuff, like Sumugi did. So it just I loved it. Um, favorite character in general was Sumugi. Favorite OPED. Didn't remember any of them. <laughs> Except for like Mob Psycho and Sweetness and Lightning, uh, I did I did like Re Zeros when I heard it, but they played it like once. When? When so... it happened? Wait, wait, it had openings and endings. When? <laughs> At one point, you know, for like two <laughs> seconds, you had the click and then. That was Supposedly it. they exist. We don't know. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. And uh, let's see what else. What was the other category? Biggest surprise. Oh, biggest surprise was Sweetness and Lightning. Like, I wasn't going to watch it at all until John said, like, to watch it. And I was like, all right. And then I was like, all right, I'm addicted. It's like crack cocaine. Let's go. <laughs> That's how I am. Just like this season, Udon Kingdom. Just 
Watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Die of diabetes. All right, my turn. Superlatives. AOA. What what the fuck is this? Enemy of the enemy season. Of Got the it. Season. Got it. Uh, it was a tough choice. I had a couple anime this season that I really enjoyed. Um, I only watched fifteen anime, and there were fifteen that I liked watch. Well, only five. I, I liked watching. <laughs> hey, I watched compared maybe to four. thirty every season. Okay, <laughs> get off my nuts. Yeah, I only watched like ten compared to like twenty-five or thirty that I watched. See, fifteen normally. compared to thirty, I literally watched half, and six of them were great. Uh, I chose Alderman in the Sky because I just I wasn't gonna watch it originally until Show introduced it, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Favorite male character, um, Kohei Inazuka, the father in Sweetness and Lightning. I just really sensei. love. I love Sensei because he's he's trying to take care of his daughter, and his wife died like what six months. Whoa! What the what? fuck? <laughs> All right then. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so Sensei, his wife dies, I believe, six months prior to the first episode. So you can really see the struggle, and it just it hits home, man. It hits home. Favorite female character, uh, Chizuru Hishiro. Uh, again, I loved Relife, and I loved Chizuru. She's, like, the best. I was going to go with Samugi, but I was like, ah, I feel like everyone's going to pick Samugi, which I'm right so far. Like, everyone loves Samugi. So I, I chose Hishiron. Best opening, Honda-kun, hands down. Uh, like Jason said, there weren't very many memorable openings and endings this season. One I do remember each time is Honda-kun's opening, because it's so good. And then, best ending soma season two's ending like i said before i loved it i always listen to it i love nano ripe so i'm a little biased but still it stuck with me and my biggest surprise of the season is mob psycho 100 i originally again watched it did not like it second episode did not like it even more then third episode i did like it and i was surprised i thought it was gonna be a one punch man clone and i thought the hype was gonna really kill it but it was pretty good Okay, well, my biggest surprise was Battery, because <laughs> no one else watched it, no. Um, yeah, because it uh, said it was going to be a sports anime, but it was a lot more than that. Um, my best ending is <laughs> uh, Theater D by Myth and Royd, which is the ending that was played only one episode of ReZero, episode 14, where um, Subaru is like walking through the mansion, seeing everyone dead. Um, I love Myth and Royd. I love that they, but, um, they're ending for Overlord. So this is like another um, crazy Myth and Royd song that I'm really into. Uh, the best OP is also 91 Days because the visuals for that were Are amazing. Stunning. Oh my god. They did it perfectly. They did it beautifully. And also it's like a recompilation. Well, not a recompilation. It's like a, they took the scenes from the first um episode and then they did different angles or like different interpretations of it and then they compiled it into um a good portion of the opening and like it reminded you every episode that this is the reason why he needs his revenge so i thought it was really good plus you know um tk from yeah ling to see singere or whatever um who also did tokyo ghouls op is beautiful very appropriate for that show. Um, the best OST is the Thunderbolt Fantasy, the quote-unquote anime. Um, not really an anime, but I'm still putting it in there because um, Hiroyuki Suwano was amazing, and I have like 11 tracks from that from that OST downloaded because I'm a whore for Suwano. 
um, the best visuals I give to Tales of Zestiria because... I'll back that up. I'll back that up. I'm like four episodes in and fuck me, it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like Only Riker were here. He'd also still... back you both up about that. I still yeah. need to watch it. I'll have to get around to it. It's gorgeous. It's UFO table. It's um, just the scenery and everything is amazing and it's really good just for its um it's I think it's the best part actually is um it's amazing visuals because Ufo Table oh, makes miracles, you know. <clears throat> They're still my... using like all the all the complex um particle movement and all the all the stuff that you kinda just know Ufo Table's style for. It's yeah. it's a really good looking show. Yeah. Even the CG, like you may disagree, but I even think some of the CG in this show really looks good. No, yeah, they do CG right. Ufo Table always perfect. Um, yeah, so my best or my favorite female character is Amelia. Fuck <laughs> all those ram bitches. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, don't hate me. About, Listen. You wanna, no, you want to talk about if only Riker were here. <laughs> Listen, you can have Ram. Let me have Amelia. Okay, no need to no, attack. No, fuck both of those. Mimi forever. Oh, fuck all three of those. Cruise for life. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> Boys, Welcome to the Waifu Wars cast. Yeah, my favorite male character is Natsuki Subaru because he was the most developed and complex character. It's very interesting to watch. Um, yeah, and my anime of the season is ReZero. I'm so mainstream. You yeah. are. Surprisingly. Oh, shut up. <laughs> although, although, it's like batteries. So I know. I'm like so hipster, but I'm so mainstream. I'm like everything. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm next. I'm last. Yeah. Let's go. So here's my list that I 100% totally wrote myself. Uh, <laughs> anime of the season. And I'm just going to read through it because I'm fucking starving. I haven't had lunch yet. Uh, anime of the season is Banania. Favorite male character, Kuro Banania. Favorite female character, Banania Co. Best OP, Banania. Even though I didn't have an OP. Best ED, <laughs> Banania. <laughs> Being a surprise, definitely Banania. <laughs> so you're saying you like Banania. Uh, it was all right. I'd like to just point out that Tom, you almost said Attack on Titan as well. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, I did. I, I did, told yeah. you because I. <laughs> it looks like Attack on Titan. It, no, it's actually we've just abbreviated it. Attack on Titan. I almost said it too. Jesus, Actually, when I see that, I think of Attack of the Show, but which is a show you should go back and watch, even though it's not on anymore. R.I.P. T4. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's all for tonight. I think this is a great place to end. Um, so, if you liked what you heard tonight, and there's absolutely no reason that you shouldn't, because you know almost everyone was here. Uh, you know, you can you can hear more if you want to. You can go to uh, iTunes or SoundCloud and hear us, or you can go to our fabulous website, AnimeClubAfterDark.com. All of our uh, episodes are up there for your listening pleasure. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, there's a few ways you can do that. We have a page on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash AnimeClubAfterDark. We also have a group. Just go to the group section on Facebook and search for Anime Club After Dark. Uh, that's where you can interact uh, more with us. The page is mostly for like news and information. Uh, the group is more for interaction and for posting slightly etchy stuff. Um, and we also have our uh, email address if you want to get in touch with us, uh, animeclubafterdark at gmail.com. I think that's it, isn't it? That's everything. Yeah, probably. Okay, good. Good enough for... I think that's important. Good, good, yeah, good enough for government work. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, I'm going to sign off by saying, uh, as always, I have been Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Jason. Goodnight, Jason. <laughs> Say goodnight, Jason. If you want the pussy, you got to peel the banana. Say goodnight, John. Fucking goodnight. I don't understand. Say goodnight, John. Oh, man, that was a long episode. I'm glad this was finally over. Been asking for this for like three weeks now. Yep. Hey, say goodnight, Tom. Good night. I just want to say before we go that uh, Akiba Soken, uh, the the poll from Akiba Soken just came out about the what the Japanese think is the best show of the season. Fuck Love Live Sunshine. <laughs>